Welcome to Cruising for a Reviewsin, the podcast where I make a friend watch a Tom Cruise movie they've never seen before and then review it with me. My name is Cara Westworth and I am your host. This is my second podcast, so welcome back if you've listened to the first one. I have my really good friend Emma here with me. She's up from Melbourne and I'm going to introduce you now. Hello, Emma. Hello. You're up for uh, an art show at the moment, so I feel like I'm already mostly getting my Melbourne friends to be on this podcast. It's um, not going to be a recurring thing, but thank you so much for coming here and doing this for me. (laughs) No worries. It's a pleasure. So the film that we've chosen, uh, I actually asked Emma what she hadn't seen, and we were going by what was available on Netflix, and she picked the one that I was hoping she wouldn't pick, (laughs) (laughs) because... Oh, look, it's a time. Um, it's called Rock of Ages. It's from 2012 and it is exactly what it is. It is a film version of the stage play. It is a musical that features lots of 80s rock bands, um, songs uh, sung by the actors themselves. And it is it's a time. What, what was your opinion? What, what were your ma- immediate thoughts after watching it? After watching it, I was surprised that I liked it. I I kind of feel the same. So I hated it the whole way through. Like I was yelling at it. I was putting things on Instagram, like bitching and moaning about it, how tacky and gross. But after I watched it, I was like, I think I liked that actually. And the more I thought about it afterwards, the more I was like, no, I know it's tacky and it's terrible, but I also like enjoyed it. I had a surprisingly enjoyable time watching it. Uh, I guess, yeah, it's um, the people I know who really like it. That's their that's their bag. Like uh, one friend really really likes um, that sort of that music, that sort mm-hmm. of eighties hair metal and dad rock kind of music, yeah. and other people who just like camp cheesy musicals. Yeah. And then there's the rest of us who were like, uh, I don't think I want to watch this. But then you have to watch it because Tom Cruise is in it. So here well, we are. <laughs> you told me to watch it or watch something with Tom Cruise in it. And I, knowing that I was going to be too tired to pay too much attention to an action film, I, on my flight up here, I thought, well, I'll go for something a little more lighthearted. And um, when I watched the trailer, I actually didn't realise that it was a musical. Uh, I just thought it was a movie based around music. So Uh, I was like, oh, okay, cool. That seems all right. I stopped the trailer halfway through because I didn't want it to show all of the the main parts of the film. So I was like, all right, I've got a fair idea. I'll choose that one. And then when you were like, oh, are you sure? (laughs) I was like, oh, crap, have I made the wrong decision? Why? What's wrong with it? And the two people you just described, people who love 80s hair metals versus people who just love musicals and, and I kind of fit into both of those character categories. Uh, no. So I yeah, think, my, my yeah. only concern was it's so polarizing that you yeah. possibly could have just hated it. And yeah. I hated my, parts of it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Um, we're going to get into that in a sec. <laughs> Um, yeah, the first podcast uh, I did with Matt, we did The Mummy and we didn't have a lot of good stuff to say. So I didn't want to have a second podcast. We were like, well, that was just fucking terrible. That was crap. What <laughs> did we talk about? <laughs> um, so I will give you a little bit of an idea. If you haven't seen Rock of Ages, you just have to be warned that it is a lot. Um, if you don't like 80s rock music and if you don't like musicals at all, just you avoid it. You shouldn't even listen to this, to be honest. You'll, you'll be so angry. But if you think you might be interested, um, I highly recommend it. Maybe watch it before you listen to the rest of this podcast. So the d- basically, so, so you know what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not spoiling it completely for you. Not that I think you can spoil this movie. It's as formulaic as a film can possibly be. Yeah. Um, you, kind of, you can kind of guess what's happening anyway, which yeah. is what I was doing most of the <laughs> way through in my notes. I was like, uh, I'm waiting for this song to come on oh there it is (laughs) (laughs) 
So the movie is, it centres around two people. Um, their names are Sherry and Drew. They're attractive, young, wannabe musicians, singers, and they are working at a fictional bar in Los Angeles called uh, The Bourbon Room, which I found out is basically Whiskey Go-Go, which is a real bar mm-hmm. that is like an institution in LA for those kinds of bands and everything. So direct copy of that. And basically the girl gets a job there. She's been mugged. Um, she falls in love with the guy who kind of gets her a job there and they're working at this fucking trashy rock and roll bar and Stacey Jacks is going to perform there. Now Stacey Jacks is Tom Cruise and this is not a Tom Cruise movie. It's, it's not meant to be a Tom Cruise movie. Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise is meant to be a side character but in my opinion he is the main character because I think he did a fucking amazing job of being Stacey Jacks. What do you think? I expected to hate the Stacey Jacks character but yeah I think he's a lot more likeable than I, I thought he would be the villain of the movie more than he was. Like he wasn't the like his manager turns out to be yeah he's the, yeah the, the, his vi- manager the, the villain. The villain. So Stacey Jacks is uh, I always thought of him. He was like a mashup of Axl Rose and um, what's his name from. Nikki Six. Yeah, yeah. He, he had From a Motley very Crew. N- Nikki Six vibe. But very Motley Crew. I looked it up, and apparently he's a mashup of Axl Rose, Brett Michaels, Keith Richards, and Jim mm-hmm. Morrison. Hmm. Which I, I don't know. I think he was Nikki Six with a little, it, yeah. like, with a peppered with Axl Rose, really. Maybe Brett Michaels. He's a tacky man, isn't he? He was Stacey Jacks is kind of the epitome of that sort of, you know, that rock star that I was obsessed with as like a 16, 17 year old. Yeah. Uh, listening to Motley Crue and Guns N' Roses, <laughs> and then my first uh, my first experiences drinking and partying was all based around all that sort of music yeah. and all like every guy you met at the at the place, the bars and stuff you go out to like wanna be like, yeah, yeah wanna be rock and roll stars and yeah the tight pants and a tattoo here and there and like the hair all done up and yeah, eyeliner big, and big old uh, teased hair yeah. Yeah, I just I think I also expected him to be more like sleazy. Like he was a bit, but he was not like He's that wasn't sleazy. he. He was, but like he wasn't like that wasn't his. They didn't use that as like that's his this big villain who you know yeah, just took advantage of some girl and yeah. then you know whereas they, they they took it from the angle where he actually sort of fell in love with a, a girl. Yeah, like, you know it wasn't. Like what he what got, usually yeah, he would, had a he had a big whole redemption thing where he's like yeah. this sleazy almost has been kind of washed up hitting rock bottom and not really doing anything good anymore and then he he turns it around and is like you know like the hero of the movie yeah rather than him taking advantage of a girl and then ruining something and or being not what he's all cracked up to be that's what yeah. I was kind of expecting uh what's her name Sherry's character to meet him and be heartbroken by the fact that yeah. her idol is an asshole yeah. but he didn't really turn out to be like that no, it was he didn't. just kind of yeah I, I was like oh okay that's slightly different to it and also like I thought he would be a lot more arrogant like he was he was arrogant but he was also a bit just Big, sort of so, off so his head on it vulnerable yeah I, I thought he would be more of an asshole than he was like yeah. he was obviously had the the rock star you know, like demanding his booze and all that sort of stuff. 
but he just seemed not as much of a, a straight up prick as I expected <laughs> him to be. Like Yeah. Um so Stacey Jacks is in it to be like the rock star who is he's a very polarizing character. So some other characters like the mayor of Los Angeles and his wife, and they're very like she's a very Nancy Reagan kind mm. of archetype. She is against rock and roll and so yeah. she's getting women from church groups and they're picketing so the Kath- venue. Catherine Zeta Jones. Catherine Zeta Jones, yeah. who is Fuck, she's a beautiful woman. Mm. She, um, you remind me of her. Oh, yeah, thank yeah. you. I felt that ever since I met you, and I thought oh, it was just so funny that this is that she's in this and I'm on your podcast because <laughs> nice. so many times I'm like, Carol does that same, you have this very thank similar you. face. Well, yeah, I, I'm really embarrassed that I just said that she's a very beautiful woman. <laughs> she's so beautiful. Yeah, I was waiting for you to say that first so that I could slide that in. <laughs> So she and Brian Cranston is her wife. Uh, her wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's the, the husband. Yeah. Uh, so that, there's some fun little uh, characters who are in there. Um, yeah. So that while the whole storyline's going on, there's also some ultra conservative politician type people trying to get the bar shut down and Stacey Jacks cancelled. I don't know. So yeah, the, the the two young people fall in love and then the dude, what's his name? Drew. 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 He thinks he sees his girlfriend Sherry coming out of Stacey Jacks's dressing room adjusting her top and he's adjusting his pants and he's immediately assumes that she's fucked him mm. and what actually happened is that she took some alcohol into the room that he requested and she dropped it and spilled it and he just asked her to leave and she's like apologising and saying oh thank you and he's like no worries and adjusts his dick in his leather pants and so of course old mate does not go oh my god did you sleep with Stacey Jacks and she can say no this is what happened and you know he did he, what he did what, what usually happens and just assumes the worst and is like, oh my God. Throws a tantrum, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. Uh, He'd just been on stage, so he had to open up for Stacey Jacks and the manager of Stacey Jacks He's a very, very sleazy man. He um, approaches Drew and's like, I'm going to make you famous. You're going to be the next rock star. So that sort of sets up the rest of the movie where he becomes, I'll condense it down so you just go watch the damn movie, really. He, 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 he puts him into a boy band. A boy band. And the, the they're Z, like, the Z guys. <laughs> the guys. <laughs> guys. <laughs> oh, far out. <laughs> so cringy. Um, but like, I was watching that. I'm more of a pop music fan than I am a rock music fan. So I was like, oh, there's something wrong with that, I guess. No, I'm and like, get out. No. <laughs> one thing I thought about this movie is they're so, they're like, oh, we hate pop music. It's lame. Rock and roll forever. But can you think of a single movie about pop music that is as cheesy and tacky as this is? Like they're trying to make rock music be like the more superior, cool genre of music. And like, there's nothing pop related that is as fucking dreadful <laughs> as, <laughs> as this movie. <laughs> Like, there's nothing cool about this. You have not made rock no. and roll sound cool. Catherine Zeta-Jones singing Hit Me With Your Best Shot is not cool. Like, it is... And swinging her leg around, around, <laughs> like, doing a high kick in a... In, a, in like, a pastel a peach. Pink, yeah. Pinky peach uh, <laughs> s- skirt suit thing. Yeah, that was... No, of the time. Right, Pat Benatar, if she were dead, would be rolling in her grave. She's rolling around somewhere. She's rolling around hard. <laughs> Trying to find my notes on that, I think I here. Yeah, uh, hit me with your best shot. Church song. Catherine Zeta Jones dancing somewhat inappropriately for mass. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the movie works out. Oh, so the scene with Stacey Jacks. So Stacey Jacks is lying around with all these like he's lying. This is a recurring theme. He's lying down on like a pool table with one of his groupies' bums as his pillow. Yeah. And which is great. I'm like, can you imagine being that actress? Like, you're, you haven't got a line. 
you're you sing you sing a line in the movie, but also Tom Cruise is going to use your ass as a pillow. Like mm. you're like, okay, well I've made it now. <laughs> well, I, that's how I feel. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll put my butt in a movie to have someone <laughs> use it as a pillow. Go for it, whatever. And so a Rolling Stone journalist comes in and she tries to get an interview out of him. He's really arrogant and a real prick to her. And she's like confronting him about, well, actually, you're branching out into a solo career because no one wants to work with you, and it's the only thing you can do. You're you're kind of washed up, blah blah. blah. And then they realize they have the hots for each other, mm-hmm. and they have this this bit where they. I don't think they actually have sex, do they? I think it's just she, they get she gets down to her underwear and they ride around. But my favorite bit in the whole movie is when she is bent over the pool table and Tom Cruise sings into her, her ass. <laughs> <laughs> that is a thing. That is a thing. It's like she went home and her partner was like, "Hey, how was shooting today?" She's like. Great. Tom Cruise sang into my asshole today. You know, Tom Cruise. Um, <laughs> sang a song to my to my butthole. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, and um, there's a scene, so the Netflix version doesn't have this one scene. Oh, then I missed um, out. But I'll, I'll have to uh, show you it. It's actually great. It's where Sherry, after she gets broken up with, she leaves the bourbon room and mm-hmm. she tries waitressing elsewhere and it's horrible. And Mary J. Blige is the, like, madame of a strip club yeah, yeah, on the strip. And she offers her a job as a waitress and then she ends up saying, well, I want some more money so I'll get into stripping. So Stacey Jacks is going through all this turmoil because the article in the Rolling Stone came out that was really negative and he feels washed up and everything. So he thinks, I'll go to a strip club and Ah, release some pressure that way. So he picks Sherry, just coincidentally, and they go into the back room and then they do a song. Oh, the hurricane. Rocky like a hurricane. That's it. And you're rocky like a hurricane. So Tom Cruise is pole dancing in that oh, scene. Oh, wow. It's, I missed it. Oh, yeah. It's, show me that. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, so they dance around and he sings into her butt. He sings at her butt as well. In that love, Tom Cruise just loves singing at butts. Yeah. It's uh, a uh, Tom Cruise thing or a Stacey Jacks thing. Yeah. yeah who knows? Uh, Tom know. Cruise is not that tall. So maybe he just sings at butts. <laughs> that's <Shut> the, up. <laughs> that's just where the... That's just where they where they land. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I I just wrote a note when he's singing um his his song the uh, wanted dead or alive and the bit that made me chuckle quite a lot is he walks past someone doing a crossword and he's like Dalai Lama <laughs> <laughs> and I was like so I lost the sh- my shit it was so funny. Um, that song, I, I actually quite like Bon Jovi. So oh. when that song came on, I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, and I think that's a fucking killer song. And yeah, like, I'm, not, cut, I'm not. I'm it not. goes into like him being, like it's in the empty club and he's singing that at the journalist because she's like, blah, 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 <coughs> you're the worst, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you don't know what it's like yeah. to be. And he's like, yeah, I wrote this out. Have these people even met themselves? I know me better than anyone because I live in here. And he's like pointing to his head. Yeah, it's real cool. Yeah. So so cool and edgy. There, he reminds me so much of a Ben Stiller character. Yeah, like he's got Over all this. In, like I'm so insightful and I know all this shit and I'm I've been through stuff and <laughs> you don't know me. And I don't know the way. It, yeah, the way he's kind of like um I don't know mixed between probably mixed between a Ben Stiller and an Owen Wilson character. Oh, yeah, that yeah, kind I of vibe that. where it's just like arrogant but not in a like I don't know. But in an approachable like an, way. Yeah, like or in a I'm. So so insightful and I, I i know stuff i've you know i've i'm super mysterious sort of vibe yep but so i don't know i just didn't uh, yeah i got a, <laughs> got a weird vibe so um 
some facts about this movie that you might not have known. Do you, do you know, like looking at it, do you know when it was set? So what, eight, in the 80s? Yeah, so 80, 1987, which you can kind of get from the whole Nancy Reagan kind of yeah, yeah. character. I quite di- I dug a lot of the fashion. I'm mm. Oh, no, I'm a massive. That's a, I wrote a little list of things I liked. I kept writing little notes throughout the movie and then I wouldn't go back to that page. So I was like starting a list and then didn't go back to it. But the things I liked was set in the 80s, uh, rock and roll music. It's cheesy. Love story. I don't mind that kind of, you know, it's yeah, like, that's, yeah, that's that's it's makes you want to die. Uh, mate, oh, <laughs> the, the Drew and Sherry's characters were my least favourite of the whole movie. Oh, they're so bad. Like, they're such uh, attractive people who are just wish would die like get out of here i want to watch everyone else um i also yeah made a note that i liked that the songs were not sung in full they were short like and then and then separated so they'd have a bit of talking halfway through the song and then they'd come back to the song and also like a medley style so they might have two songs overlapping and then and like covers of songs that i already knew so it was like you know you could relate so uh, i think that's where the movie differed from the play because apparently the play has a lot more songs in it and they not so many mashup sort of medley songs so I don't know what the music well, was I've like. Does it go for three hours and is it just nonstop music? But I think like one thing I noted that I did like with like on my don't like is that again cheesy because that's something I liked about it, but also didn't like about yeah. it because in some parts it was like oh god that's really cringy. But also I think that it would have like I didn't know that it was a play. I didn't. I've never really never heard of it. But I also made a note that as a movie, I think it would translate way better as a, as a play as a stage. Yeah, it, thing. it definitely it the definitely, whole thing feels like a play. So the opening scene like, is yeah. her on her bus going to LA. Yeah, and it's actually like I almost couldn't watch it the first time because yeah. she starts singing and then some of the passengers start singing. And then they're all singing. Yeah, and, and I just like, wanted to oh, get up and walk away. Yeah, like, I, I, I'm so embarrassed. How is everyone sitting there straight faced? singing on this bus yeah like, oh my god it is a, that's why i mean it's a lot like it's it's definitely a musical just they made into a play and boy howdy is it a musical so did you know tom cruise sang all those songs and he so apparently when they picked him he you know, gave a demonstration of his singing and they're like oh you're actually quite good so mm. i guess that's how he got the role he apparently has always wanted to be in a musical but uh he felt afraid to kind of go there when I can't imagine Tom Cruise being afraid of anything really yeah so he um he was wasn't sure if he could ever pull it off so uh, when they gave him this role he was really excited that he got mm. to finally be in a musical um he apparently practiced five hours a day singing for this oh, wow. so he shows a level of dedication to things that I will never ever have so good on you Tom oh Cruise. no yeah I don't have that dedication I didn't even wikipedia this <laughs> I know nothing about this other than what I watched no, even my point. notes even my notes are very inconsistent I have no idea what I'm talking about but you know I did make a note of probably my favorite um quote in the movie mm-hmm um, okay, so m- one of my favourite quotes is, yeah, when the Z guys uh, get a gig at the Bourbon Room and Alec Baldwin's character, who's like the owner who runs the joint, he um, he sees it and he, he obviously hates it, being a fan of like rock and roll and not pop music. He's like, oh my God, I just threw up. And Russell Brand's character says, oh, where? And he goes, in my pants. And then pauses and then says, out of my ass. It's <laughs> 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 like, I just... <laughs> yeah, that was very funny. <laughs> uh, what did you think of... Uh, so Alec Baldwin is the owner of the yeah. bedroom. He's like an ageing rocker himself. And Russell Brand is his assistant, so, uh, Like, guess. yeah, he works there. He's kind of like, his, yeah, his, his protege sort of. Yeah. You know, like what did the, you think of those characters? Yeah, I, th- I thought they, yeah, they brought a comical I, side to it, but... I think my feeling is... I was so embarrassed that that was Alec Baldwin that I almost couldn't get I couldn't get past it. <laughs> 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 I 
Like Alec Baldwin and Tom Cruise star in a couple of Mission Impossible together yeah. where he is the head of the CIA. And, oh, true, yeah. And I just seeing like this aging rock star. And then there's a bit where like they reveal that, that they're, they're in love. love yeah. And like, oh, <laughs> oh no. I can't. Was a, what was it? Hang on. I, I wrote a note about that too. Is that what uh, the song that played? Oh, the song. Um, um, I, I can't fight this feeling anymore. Yeah, that, that's it. Yeah, yeah, can't, yeah. can't fight this feeling yeah. by Ario Speedwagon, who I've never <laughs> heard of before. Um, um, wow. That, that I also read a note that kind of gave me uh, real Blades of Glory vibes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they're going to bust out in – because I was singing and it's like, mm. oh, it's like they're going to do some dance together or something. I think Russell Brand's character – Russell Brand was the best cast. Like this is the only role I think Russell Brand should ever play in a movie. Like it I was think kind like of that's, for him. that's kind of the role that he plays in a lot of things though. Oh, yeah, like, like Get Me to the Greek is basically that. And yeah, yeah, and um, in Forgetting Sarah Marshall, that's he's um, that yeah, rock star. Get Me to the Greek is a spin-off from – from that, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's, he's the like, same, he's yeah. the same character. The, yeah. uh, like Aldous, Aldous Snow, is that his name? Something? I can't remember. Something like that? It's been a while yeah. since I've seen that. I'll, I'll, I don't know, something like that. Yeah, but yeah, it's that typical. Dead shit rock star is definitely I'm a, I'm a kind of uh, his shtick, which yeah, he does very well. Shtick. Yeah, Alec Baldwin, I, I always passed out with embarrassment throughout that. It, but it was nice that there was a gay relationship, I guess. Like yeah. they, they didn't really, like they didn't. They didn't make a, a massive lot, but they didn't deal make a, about yeah, it. Yeah, it was just like, like suddenly like, oh, they're in a relationship. And it was just like, yeah, cool. All right. We, yeah, yeah we just. Onions. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm All right. okay with that. I just yeah. wish that Alec Baldwin would get out of my eyes because oh, <laughs> 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 like, I'm getting embarrassed just thinking about it now. Oh, um, shit. Anyway, back to Tom Cruise. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which is why we're here, you know. <laughs> The fact he sang all the songs himself. Yeah, I didn't know that. That was That's awesome. Because it opens with him singing. Um, hmm. The first song is, in this long list, uh, is Paradise City, Guns Yeah, N I was about to say uh, that he I sings. have that very first thing in my notes. Uh, yeah. Paradise City, Guns N' Roses. So Noted. He, <laughs> he sings that and uh, he sings a few more songs. So, yeah, he was really good. And, like, you know, Tom Cruise was 50 years old when mm. he made that. Like, I, I hope. I know I know I won't. I would love to be as fit and have so many muscles as he has at 50. Yeah. Like and he's like and swinging around the big, pole. And big what dragony crotch. Oh thing. my god, that's the that's the opening scene. Like, so the scene where <laughs> you see him for the first time. Like I love Tom Cruise, but I almost have to walk out of the room when that happens. So he's wearing like chaps and like a weird G-string with this silver dragon thing Head on, on his crotch, right on his junk. And like they it's zoom big... in on it and then like he gets up and he's all like, I don't know, on drugs or whatever. And like it's like a pans past his ass and everything. I'm like, this is a, this is, he's a dad. Alternate <laughs> no now now try watching that where it's out of context and you can't hear the volume and you're watching it over someone's shoulder on a flight because I was sitting in my chair going oh dear lord <laughs> looking around and the same with the the sex scene the musical sex scene with him and the Rolling Stones reporter oh yeah how he's like grabbed her knees and just yanked her legs open and she's wearing like little floral like, undies and I was undies. like oh my goodness I'm sitting around there's like eighty old people around me watching <laughs> probably not knowing what this is and not realizing that it's like a musical number and just going like what softcore shit are you watching on the plane <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> the worst lamest porn that's yeah, ever existed like, <laughs> i was like sitting there with my notebook oh i'm not really interested in this i'm just oh, like i'm doing this for work <laughs> yeah it's um quite provocative in a lot of ways but 
um, when she's working at the strip club, do you notice all the strippers were just wearing regular undies? Like they weren't mm. wearing G-strings? No. They had like, so you can have like Tom Cruise singing into a butt and you can have like ripping legs open and, you know, throwing girls around and everything. But they couldn't show bum cheeks. Mm. Then they show his bum cheeks. What couldn't they show? Oh, that was weird. There's not a strip club on earth where I think strippers wear Don't, yeah, full, where full briefs. Bum. It was that was a stranger, but I liked the um the songs that they play in the strip club where mm. they're like smashing their stripper well, shoes. Well, like I also love the um Mary J. Blige was yeah she was a good she's character. obviously clearly has the singing experience. She's yeah, her vocals she are, she was definitely the best singer. The definitely yeah. yeah, and it's like oh not surprising that yeah. she is, but yeah, it's it definitely yeah it's a surprising bit strong. of casting, but also a pleasant bit of casting. Yeah, because she was yeah, yeah she, she was, was very great. good. Like she was like, like kind of a little bit motherly but really tough. Tough love mm. on poor dear Sherry who Yeah, Sherry, who was my least favourite character in the oh whole thing. God. And a big like country music hairdo. Yeah, that sort of she Can had that real suit like, hey, I like this rock music, but I don't show it at all in, in how I present myself. Until in the any way. final scene. Yeah. Where she wears the She does a, she does a Sandra D and comes out and is like, Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she wears like, this green leotard with yeah. a thousand iridescent belts and boots and she straightened her hair and mm. I that's how you should have looked the whole time. Yeah. Uh, anyway. And also, like, what what kind of I, I I couldn't picture like what was the like the time frame from like start of the movie to the end. Well, like, Tom Cruise's now girlfriend yeah. is heavily pregnant, so no, not not including that. But I mean, like in the like from when oh. Sherry rocks up to when the complications happen. Like, was it? I have no a idea. Couple of days or weeks? Because she has a lot of clothes for someone who didn't have a suitcase. She kept yeah. changing clothes. I'm like, where are you getting all these clothes maybe, from, girl? Maybe Bourbon Room pays really well. Like, maybe that's why I, the Bourbon Room is having trouble with money, which is how uh, they're just trying to funding, shut it down. They're funding Sherry's clothing, yeah. clothing <laughs> changes. <laughs> you're, you're paying your staff well, but maybe maybe not so, yeah. maybe too well for yeah. her father that's struggling to exist. One of the things... Oh, sorry, <laughs> I just found a note that I was... Uh, I've just written tongue. That's all my note says. So tongue. this is this is actually to me one of the other worst bits of the movie. Yeah, the the, oh. the, the kissing part or the uh, the t- so Stacey Jacks is becomes obsessed with this Rolling Stone reporter and he has to see her. So like he brings up the Rolling Stone headquarters and uh, he that's how he finds out. Oh, it's a bit complicated. I'm not going to try and explain it all. Basically, he finds out from the Rolling Stone phone answer guy that mm. he's meant to be doing a show at the Bourbon. Yeah, and yep. he he's like, oh okay, well I better go there. And then he runs into. Oh yeah, that's right. And they they kiss. So so yeah, he goes. But he open your d- mouth. Op- yeah, he tells her and to open she, her mouth. And she just does. She opens her mouth, and he's like got his hand on the side of her face, and I was like, oh, he's gonna jam his thumb in there or something. And then he just sticks his tongue in the hole, like straight <laughs> in her mouth, and I was just like, all I wrote was tongue dot 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 weird. And then I was like, Z guys. Even weirder. <laughs> I was like, what the heck is going on? I don't oh, my God. That was so gross. Like, there is, I don't think there's one person on earth who would find a woman with her mouth, like, really wide open but in a really unsexy yeah, she, way. Yeah, like, she just fully, like, opens it like like you do at the dentist. Like, yeah. like ah. like yeah, And then look. he, like, and then I, can't, I just can't fathom her as an actress being like, well, he sang in my bum yesterday, but today he stuck his entire tongue into it's my mouth. It's so hot. I, oh, I was, and when she sticks her, t- her tongue into his ear. Yeah, see, that's... That's, that's the grossest thing I've ever gross. seen. That's gross. And like, that's why he was like, oh, I love this chick. She's into tongue stuff. Yeah, like but it was that. like... It was like she stuck her tongue right out and was just... It was so yeah, weird. badly done. That is not how sex works. It's not I'm a... Sorry. <laughs> well, whoever... Did, you, can't, you can't get pregnant from... 
having a tongue <laughs> stuck in your ear. <laughs> you definitely can't. But you also can't get fucking aroused from that either. No. Like, I'd be like, excuse me, get those slugs wet out of my ear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> Love it. Um, yeah, it was definitely very unsexy and very cringy. It's probably like one of the biggest cringy Yeah, so I, I grappled a lot in this. On one hand, like I do have a bit of a soft spot for the whole like sleazy rock star look. Oh, yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah. And yeah, then uh, well, I said to you, I was like, I'm like, I don't – Okay, uh, for the record, I'm not really a Tom Cruise fan, <laughs> but there are some moments in in throughout films of his where I'm like, oh yeah, he's not, you know, and in the trailer I was like, oh yeah, he looks like someone that I would be attracted to or was back when I was into all that music and got not that I hate it now, but I mean like when I first was introduced to all of that rock and roll stuff and I found myself in the trailer going, like, oh, yeah, Tom Cruise, what, he's, you know, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, right, I'll pick this movie because <laughs> I'm interested to see. But then, yeah, I uh, I liked it. I think yeah. I liked it. Well, I think yeah. I think that's our summary uh, is it's the tackiest thing on earth. It made us cringe more often than not. Mm. But upon reflection, it was just quite enjoyable. I kind of gauge it. So the first time I watched it, my husband, Ben, as soon as the – Wanted Dead or Alive bit came on, he just stormed out of the room. He's like, I'm going to bed. Like, he just couldn't, he couldn't deal with it. This is a person who loves musicals. He couldn't do it. So this time when I watched it, he sat in the lounge room the whole time and, you know, he cringed a lot and yelled at it a bit, but at all the appropriate spots. So I feel like that kind of sums up the movie is the first time you watch it, you kind of want to die most of the time. But then when you watch it the second time, you're like, oh, this is fun. I get, I get why people like this. So uh, no, I, I came to that conclusion with the first time. I probably will never watch this again, to be honest. But I think because you already pre-warned me about it being a lot and very heavily sung <laughs> and pretty lame slash yeah, uh, very cheesy. I should have also said, like, if you hate Foreigner, don't watch this. Because I feel like there's kind several of a vehicle for songs. Foreigner. Yeah, there's a f- several Foreigner songs in Which it. Is, I know. Oh, Someone I used to live with years ago was obsessed with Foreigner and I don't like them. And so it's kind of... Oh, they're, really? They're well, I like, the, I like Foreigner. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, yeah, this is some gold. I listen to this at work. <laughs> but, but then yes. a couple of Foreigner songs are actually really good. Like, like I want to know what love is is a great song. Oh, so. yeah? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I can't... Uh, I want... Uh, uh, I want you to show me by sticking your tongue down my throat s- while I hold my, my mouth. Like, yeah, sing in my bum. Jeez. <laughs> 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 Uh, oh, we are not selling this at all, but I promise <laughs> you, if you're okay with musicals and 80s music, you'll probably get a kick out of it. So we're going to rate these movies oh, out of okay. five. I, I, this is, I, I've been thinking about this. I actually don't know how I would rate this. I would say firmly in the middle, two and a half dragon cod pieces. <laughs> <to> dragon cod pieces. <laughs> out of five. Um, what would you rate it? I'll probably give it around the same. I'll, I'll go with, ah, fuck, I'll give it three stars. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, definitely not. No, that. you're <laughs> gonna give it three tongues in the ear out of five. That's what you're gonna oh, give yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I was also doing a tally. They they smash a lot of alcohol in it, and it made me sad. Like full yeah, bottles. So there's like, oh, there's I got a tally up to like two or three. They like drop a whole bottle of smash. And just, oh, another warning. There's a monkey in the a baboon. I think it is mm. in the in the movie. And I hated that whole bit. Yeah, I hated that he his character. Uh, that was why. That was stupid. Yeah, if they cut that out, that actually would have probably improved the movie. Yeah. At least 10%. You didn't need that. So if you 
absolutely can't stand baboons wearing small leather pants. Mm. Definitely do watch this movie because there's a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you uh, so much again, Emma, for oh, reviewing this worry. movie. That's been really fun that uh, we can discuss yeah. this. I hope that maybe through this that you appreciate Tom Cruise a little bit more. Uh, He's a very not, versatile actor. Yeah. Oh, come on. I, appreci- <laughs> I appreciate that he, yeah, he can sing. <laughs> he, he, sing, he sings pretty good. He, yeah, look, no, still, yeah, it hasn't changed my opinion. But okay, well, I'll, I'll work on that. <laughs> Maybe I'll uh, in like down the track another episode. I'll watch something else and yeah. Look, if you want some back. recommendations, I've yeah. got some beauts that I yeah. can recommend to you. Okay, Emma, you are a artist and you're actually up for an art show at the moment. Uh, how, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, so I've got Instagram, which is my handles emetic underscore art. So E M E T I C underscore A R T. Uh, on Facebook, it's emetic art as well. Um, I've got an art show up at Mongrel in uh, Milton. Will that still be on when I release this? Uh, maybe, maybe the talent. It's on for a month. So yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a maybe. Guy Fieri themed uh, <laughs> art show. So um, I feel like Emma is definitely on board with tacky things. I should have thought about that one. <laughs> That's why I gave this film three stars because yeah. uh, my taste, I have questionable taste. <laughs> she likes tacky things. I like shit stuff, right? <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you so much again for coming on. Uh, and thank you everyone for listening. Peace.